Hello and welcome to Dealcast and our first podcast of 2018. I'm Juliana Needham. Joining me today is Dean McRoby and also John Ward from the Credit Analysis team. Welcome both and Happy New Year to you. You're here to tell us about a deal that's been on and off and on again for a year, but GVC's takeover of Ladbrokes Coral was finally announced before Christmas. So, Dean, starting with you, can you give us a bit of background to this case? Yes, so both companies are coming off relatively recent mergers. GVC bought BWIN in 2015, Ladbrokes bought Gala Coral in 2016, and talks between GVC and Ladbrokes began at the start of last year. Uh, These talks broke off, began again during the summer, the press caught wind of it, but by the time the press caught wind in September, uh, talks were uh, had broken off for long enough that uh, uh, the parties did not have to issue a 2.4, a potential offer document as otherwise required by UK law, um, and uh, things appeared dormant again until early December when GBC announced that it was indeed in talks to acquire Ladbrokes. So when will we know how much GBC is going to pay for Ladbrokes? We will know how much GVC is paying once the UK government comes out with its final decision on the maximum bet allowed on a fixed odds betting terminal or a FOBD. And do we know when that decision will come from the government? Um, I don't think there's a specific date, uh, but I think it has been mooted that it might be around towards the end of January. Um, although, as, as I said, I don't believe it's, it's, it's fixed yet. However, there is a clause in the, uh, in the deal that says that if we still do not know a a year after the deal's effective date, then the size of uh, the CVR, um, the, uh, the the fluid part of the deal, will be 35p per share. And just explain the CVR. Um, just uh, so the, the CVR is a contingent valuation right, uh, which effectively uh, adjusts uh, the purchase price uh, which GBC pays. Um, so it the the CVR is dependent uh, on. Uh, what the the final what the what the final outcome of the review is in terms of what the maximum stake is on the FOBT machines. Um, so currently, uh, the the current the current maximum is one hundred pounds. Um, although uh, it's effectively fifty pounds because there is um, there was a, a policy it reduced where to bet above fifty pounds, uh, customers had to go to the to the counter and get approval for it. Uh, so the so the current limit is around fifty. There is uh, talk of the limit being reduced to anywhere uh, down to two pounds. Um, and it's also important to note that uh, there have been uh, multiple pressure groups uh, call it calling for uh, the two pound limit, which includes, for example, um, an, all par- an, all, an all party parliamentary group in the House of Commons. Yeah, and these betting, these fixed odds betting terminals are, are known as the crack cocaine of gambling, which I'm sure the the uh, gaming companies or the gambling companies wouldn't want to. Well, it's interesting. It's as. interesting you, that you say that because actually, Paddy Power, which has the least exposure of the UK gambling companies, has actually come out in favour of some sort of uh, significant change to FOBT regulations, which could be seen perhaps as a, a self self interested because it would harm its competitors more than it. But it is interesting that the the sort of the the debate around uh, around these FOBT machines has become very prominent, and there is a lot of. Uh, a lot of publicity and there is a lot of pressure on politicians uh, in, ter- in terms of making a, a decision to curb them. Great, and, and stay with you, John. Why wouldn't GVC shareholders be happy with this deal? Um, so, I mean, just, just to go back to your, your previous question when we, you were asking, when will we know how much uh, GVC will pay? Well, we don't know exactly what it will pay at the minute, 
But we do know the minimum it will pay, and that for me is the key risk for GVC shareholders, because we know that even in the worst case scenario where we get the worst possible from the perspective of the the gaming companies, uh, the worst possible outcome uh, in terms of the review, the two pound limit, uh, GVC will still be paying 3.1 billion for the equity of Labrooks. So 3.1 billion for the equity plus approximately uh, an extra 1 billion in, in net debt. So you're paying an EV of over four billion pounds. And I believe there is there is a risk that that, that represents um, quite, a, quite a, high, a high price if indeed uh, if indeed the fault team review is, is, neg- is, is the negative outcome for the, for the company. And uh, that could have a very significant uh, impact on the company's EBITDA. And is Ladbrokes more exposed? Does it generate more of its revenue from the fixed or betting terminals than other gambling companies? Yes. Uh, so Ladbrokes is the, the largest uh, player in the UK retail space. Um, and the UK retail space is uh, heavily dependent on, on the faulty machines. Uh, so uh, I think almost without exception, every, every licensed betting office uh, that Ladbrokes operates will have four, uh, four faulty machines in it. Um, also interesting to note that uh, that number is set by regulation and whilst we've talked actually about uh, the, the change in the maximum stakes and in fact the CBR has been set in reference to maximum stakes, uh, GBC has also noted the potential for other, uh, other regulatory changes and for example a change in the number of machines per shop is, is quite uh, possible. I'm not saying it's probable but it is possible so hypothetically the government could say we're reducing the number of machines per shop to two. So Dean, this deal may not be that welcomed by GVC shareholders. What are Ladbrokes shareholders saying about it? Well, Ladbrokes shareholders are thrilled, as we reported last month. This is a great opportunity with the FOBT review looming for them to cash out. Um, although just on that uh, point, it's interesting that uh, most of the payment that Ladbrokes shareholders will receive will be in the form of, uh, of GVC shares rather than actual cash. And a last question for both of you. This is the latest in a long line of deals in the UK gambling industry. It feels like a period of significant change. What impact is GVC's takeover of Labrooks going to have on, on the wider industry? Well, this leaves William Hill out in the cold a bit. Uh, William Hill came close to a merger in 2016 with Rank and 888. And then again later that year, uh, came close with Maya. Um, neither time, obviously, uh, a deal was made. But uh, now with the results of the FOBT review looming and William Hill having um, uh, deep uh, FOBT exposure, um, not as much as Ladbrokes, but more so than Paddy Power Betfair, um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how desperate William Hill is for a deal and uh, how desperate their shareholders are to cash out. Okay, and John? Um, I think it's interesting that uh, GBC is buying Ladbrokes or Ladbrokes Coral um, and in fact, the, the Ladbrokes-Coral merger was, is still relatively recent. Um, and uh, for example, there are still a lot of um, unrealized synergies which management uh, of Ladbrokes ex- expect uh, to achieve on, on that merger. Um, and also on the, on the merger with GBC, there will also be, uh, one would hope certainly, uh, additional synergies uh, arising from that, uh, from the perspective of, of, of management. Um, so I think... Most of the easy synergies in the sector, following this, following this further merger, most of the most of those synergies, I think, will be will have been uh, achieved. I don't think there is too much scope for for additional 
uh, consolidation in the sector, although as Dean points out, it does leave William Hill um, thinking about is it is it in a in a in a less advantageous position given that it will now be considerably smaller than uh, many of its uh, many of its key competitors and not only smaller but uh, it'll it still has quite a significant exposure to the uh, to the online space um, and I think in terms of the overall sector I think it is perhaps a little bit surprising that GVC was expanding in, into Ladbrokes which is more exposed towards uh, what is potentially a, a less attractive sector the, the bricks and mortar. Um, retail licensed betting office space, um, particularly in the UK, where um, not only do you have sort of competition from people uh, using online forms of gambling, but you have this very significant regulatory risk. Great. Thank you, John. Thank you, Dean. And thank you for listening.